0: Welcome into this IdahoSports.com special edition of the PrepCast presented by Steve's Hometown Auto. Uh, We are talking today about the state track and field championships coming up a little bit later on this week. Brandon Bainey alongside the pride of South Fremont High. Our our own IdahoSports.com broadcaster, Alec Pope. Alec, how you doing?
1: Uh, Good. Good, good. I I don't know if I'm the pride, maybe like the the vain pride, <laughs> but uh, I—it's—it's uh, it's good to be here. I, I love track season, uh, I, and I love talking about sports. It's, it's good to be here, and it's such a fun time of year.
0: Yeah, real quick, just give us your track background.
1: Oh uh, yeah, so um, my, both of my parents have coached track at different times, a few different schools in Idaho. In high school, I did track. I think three of my four years, I was a jumper and a sprinter. I was kind of. Decent, you know, I was I was all right. I went to the state once my my senior year. Uh, relays really was my favorite part. My, I'll tell you this: I love watching track, but I despise competing in it. I love playing football and basketball, but I got so so nervous for a race. I couldn't handle I, I couldn't handle it. But uh, that's why I love the field events. But it's a lot more fun. I don't get nearly as nervous. I noticed when I'm just watching. So.
0: Absolutely. Well, we're going to talk some of the the top track athletes and also some of the top field athletes. We're going to go through every classification, 5A all the way down to 1A. We're, We're going to hit it all today. Events athletes teams to watch and for those of you that are watching us live on our youtube channel or our twitch uh, stream or on our facebook page thanks for being with us if you have an athlete or a team you want to give a shout out to or somebody you want us to talk about let us know in the comments we'll put your comment up on the screen and and we'll dive in and and talk about it i figured the easiest way to start this alec would be to start at the lowest level and work our way up to the the highest level so we're going to start with the one a's if that's all right with you sound good Absolutely. Okay. And and I wanted to start with the lowest levels because I think those are the most wide open in terms mm-hmm. of, of team competitions. So let's start on the 1A side. We'll go with the boys first. Your district champs from, from each of the uh, districts in the class 1A level. We had Kamii from district 1 and 2. We had Victory Charter from district 3. Carry from district 4. And Butte County from district 5 and 6. I would say Butte County probably opened the most eyes. They piled up 182 points in winning the district title. But when when you look at this uh, field with the uh, four district champs, Cammie, victory charter, Cary, Butte County, is it one of those four that wins the team title? Or is it somebody who didn't win a district championship?
1: Uh, I think, you know, the difficult thing about making this kind of prediction is that track is, it's such a democratic sport. So the, you know, the, the points are leveled out in a, in a way that's so much different than other sports, I think uh, one probably my favorite going in uh, is going to be Kerry right now on the on the men's side. Uh, the what I look for is can you have top three or four place finishers in and in how many events? Um, and so when you go through, you look from sprints to jumps to relays. Uh, I think Kerry is a really well balanced team that way.
0: Well, any opinion you have today, Alec, we're going to hold you to it. All right. <laughs> and there's going to be heck to pay if you're not correct on these.
1: Well, I I won't be correct on all of them. I'll get a lot of, I will be happy if I get a few things right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, okay. So let's talk about those carry boys. You know, they had multiple athletes win multiple events at districts. You know, I think right away of Hunter Smith, the great senior who is awesome in the hurdles races. Sawyer Meacham did really well, one winning the 800 and the triple jump. And then also a sophomore, Riley Morey. Who won the two and the four? What I mean, this, like you said, this is a carry team that's pretty talented.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I look at this carry team, and you've got they're right now they're they got they're four by fourteen. They're great in the relays. Four by four, they're they have the third best time so far this year. In the four by two, they got the best time by two seconds. They got a pretty good distance on second place Raft River, uh, and then they're a, a very very close fourth place in the four by one as well. Uh, And then uh, down in the medley, they're first uh, in a very close contest between them and Grace. So uh, as far as the relays go, it could be Carrie coming away with maybe three of those state championships from uh, from those individual relays, which is a lot of fun. Uh, Probably my favorite ones to watch.
0: Yeah. And and, uh, I want to apologize. uh, Sawyer Meekum from Kerry, not Mecham, Mecham. So, but he, yeah, he'll be one to keep an eye on as well. You mentioned raft river. They've got, uh, I don't know. They, they look like they've got potential, right? I, I think they could nip Kerry in a couple of these events.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think they're so good men and women, but I think especially in the women, we'll talk about that in a second, but, uh, the men, they, they have a couple of guys that I think can really make a difference. Uh, Ryan Spath. Uh, right now, in the state, first in in one A in shot and discus, both. So that guy, right alone, could be bringing you home a whole lot of points. Uh, other than that, I th- one guy I'm going to be watching is London Kirk from Deary. Uh, I think he can really make some noise in the sp- in the sprints. Uh, I think he's been uh, peaking uh, at the right time, where his best times were in districts, and because of that, he comes in at first in the two hundred. And uh, first in the, excuse me, first in the 100 and first in the, the 200.
0: Yeah, I was going to mention London Kirk from Deary. Uh, Other individuals we're going to want to keep an eye on on that boy's side. You know, I think uh, Idaho City has a great thrower in Trayton Nelson, who's been awesome in the shot put in discus all season long. He also batted cleanup for the Idaho City baseball team this year. Big, big power hitting first baseman. And he had to make the tough choice uh, last week. You know, do I go to district track and compete or or do I play with the baseball team? He decided to do track, ended up winning the shot and the disc at districts. And I think he's going to be uh, a guy to keep an eye on. And then also, uh, I think in the distance races, the long distance races, it's going to be a nice battle. Ian Stockett is a senior from victory charter. Who's done really well all year, but Cole Wilkerson from grace swept the eight, the 1600 and the 3,200 at districts. So I think those distance races could be pretty good too.
1: Yeah. Uh, in the distance, I think Ian Stockett is probably the favorite. He comes in with the, uh, best times, uh, for the 1600 and the 3,200. But I will say, in the mile, uh, it's been over months since he's pr'd. Uh, so you—that's one thing you always want to look out for. Uh, you want to—you want to obviously get your pr at state would be the ideal. Uh, and you know, weather affects you know your prs and a lot of different factors. Uh, but pay attention to those because that really matters when people are getting those prs. And the later in the season, uh, typically, the better.
0: Yeah, you want to be peaking at the right time. That's for sure. All right, let's switch over to the 1A girls. Your four district champs were Logos, Tri-Valley, Raft River, and Butte County. And when you look at the amount of points each team scored, it it was pretty even. Uh, Tri-Valley had 107 at their meet. You had Logos at 165. Raft River had 176. Point five, and then Butte County, just like on the boys' side, they piled up 194 total points. Which team stands out to you on the girls' side in one A?
1: Uh, I think it's really clear uh, for the girls' side. It's Raft River. In ten different events uh, that that will be at the state uh, championship meet, they are they have somebody in first or second place, somebody in the top two of ten different events. That includes in three relays they have the top team, and then the fourth one I don't think they're going to uh, be competing in. Uh, but wow, they have a lot of of talented girls. Uh, I think especially uh, you talk about the the Christensen sisters. That's what I wanted to highlight, Gabriel and Carly Christensen. Um, they're first and second in the sixteen hundred and the thirty two hundred. Uh, so I think they're led. They might be led by those two sisters in 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 points, but. Uh, just a really well-balanced team, Raft River.
0: Yeah, and they seem to trade off the christensens there at yeah. Raft River. Yeah, in terms of who wins, who takes second, that kind of stuff. Uh, getting some comments in already. It's going to be uh, athletes at higher levels. Let's go Connor Maloney, the sprinter from... Uh, skyline high up in Idaho falls and what a great athlete he is. We'll, we'll get to the four A's in just a little bit. And also, uh, we've got a shout out here to Kyson Gabrish from West Jefferson. They're a two a program. So we'll get to those as soon as we wrap up the one a, but thank you for watching. Thanks for giving your favorite athlete a shout out. And again, if you want to give a team or an athlete a shout out, or you want us to talk about somebody when we get to your classification level, Just let us know in the comments, and that's what we're here for. Brandon Bainey with Alec Pope. Okay, so uh, let's talk about some others from Raft River. Uh, Another athlete that stood out to me was uh, Libby Bowden. She's a sophomore, Mm -hmm. triple winner at Districts, won the 100, the 200, and the long jump. That's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, uh, she comes in with the top time uh, to beat in the whole state in the 100 and the 200 off of those performances, uh, and just a sophomore uh, that's going to be a lot of fun to watch those races. So, I mean, if you're, as far as who's, who can win the uh, state championship as a team, Raft River, you've got your, <laughs> with the Christiansen sisters, you've got your distance taken care of with Bowdoin, uh, you're going to have your 100, 200, if she performs well, it's all but wrapped up. Uh, and then it's just a matter of getting other people, uh, in the right places, and, you know, and just getting those, those peak performances.
0: Another name to watch in the sprints, I think, will be Cadence Beck, the sophomore from Highland up in Craigmont, uh, and she was a triple winner—won the one, the two, and the four. That's that's hard to do to to win all three of those sprints.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one uh, one other that I'm going to be watching is Elia. I hope I can say this right. Ulenkot from Prairie. Uh, she comes in first in the 100 meter hurdles, uh, and then she's third right now, close third. In the 300-meter hurdles, uh, she, uh, you know, would not completely surprise me if she was able to come away uh, with first place in both of those uh, from Prairie.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, the Kot name up in Prairie is uh, very prominent, especially among uh, girls high school athletics. Uh, other athletes we're going to keep an eye on in the, in the 1A girls competition. I, th- I think uh, Garden Valley has a really good thrower, Gracie Castillo. She's just a sophomore. She won the shot put and discus at districts this past week. Um, I think uh, Emma Holland from Tri Valley is uh, had an, an accomplished track career and she's going to be running track at Eastern Oregon University next year. She was a triple winner. You know, we talked about it's hard to win the one, the two, and the four. It might be even more difficult to win the 800, the 1600, and the 3200. And she did yeah. all three of those at uh, Tri-Valley's district meet as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, other thing, the jumps, I think at the very the top three or four in all of the jumps are going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, we mentioned Libby Bowden. She's right behind uh, Addison Stanger from Murtaugh. Uh, just the freshmen, so it's going to be freshmen and sophomore who are the favorites uh, to go back and forth in the long jump, uh, and then uh, Sarah Vanderwick, Riley Moore uh, from Garden Valley and Mackie respectively uh, in the triple jump, So, it, and they're really close. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch those. I think the top three or four placers in the jumps in this 1A girls competition are going to be close. It's going to be fun down the stretch uh, as, those, uh, as those girls push each other in those jumps.
0: Yeah, it's going to be fascinating to watch. I will say, don't count out Tri-Valley, okay? They won the state volleyball championship this fall, won the state basketball title in the winter for girls, and a lot of those athletes are on this track and field team. So, you know, Tri-Valley, I think, if they they get enough high placements – could be right in the mix as well uh we're getting more comments in here uh some of the idaho sports guys having fun scott burton of course the uh, athletic director of jerome and also uh, one of our broadcasters watching from the jerome athletic office and then this must be our boss paul kingsbury from the official Idahosports.com account
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess so also uh my brother micah works for scott i give quick shout out to scott actually he uh He just got the athletic director, uh, the large school athletic director of the year for district four in his very first year as athletic director. So good job to him. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. And we'll have plenty of guys to talk about from Jerome when we get to that 4A preview. Okay. So let's move on to the two A classification. And this is another one that I think, uh, could be pretty intriguing. Let's start on the boys side. Your district champs in in two A track were Orofino, Melba Valley, Soda Springs, and Salmon and really I don't know I it, I had a hard time identifying one team I felt really good about but what did you see uh,
1: I pretty similar uh, you look across okay who can take who could win uh, in any given event and it's I mean it's Melba Napa Christian Firth rivalry Bear lake it seems like every single the top person or the top two or three are different for every event and they're from different schools uh, which is a lot of fun you get a lot of parody that way um, I think it's gonna it's gonna make a lot of more people in contention. I would also add that it's not necessarily just going to be the district champions that are in contention. That's one thing to watch out for in the 2A boys is that uh, you very well could see, uh, you know, somebody who may have gotten second or in districts could be, you know, beating out some of these other uh, district champions from diff- different districts because uh, there are there's just so much talent and it's spread out really well across the 2A.
0: Yeah, and, and we're going to have a really good case to illustrate that point when we talk about 3A, especially on the boys' side. That'll be a good yeah. example of that. So, yeah, you mentioned it. It's kind of a hodgepodge of really outstanding individuals. You know, in the short sprints, uh, Jacob Ankeny from Marcine has put up some really impressive times this year. You know, I look at uh guy, you know, Salmon really performed well at their district meet. They've got a great distance runner in, in Jonathan Simmons. Who, who stands out to you when, when you look at individuals?
1: Uh, those two, absolutely. I mean, it's hard not to. When you look at the sprints, so much fun. Ankeny, he, the 100, 200, and 400, he leads in all three of those. The only thing I'd add, a little caveat, is that it's been, it's going to be over a month since Ankeny has hit his PR in those. He hasn't been quite as fast uh, in districts or since then, so that'll be something to watch. One um, other to look out for, Kyle Christensen from Valley, just a sophomore. Uh, he comes in first in both the triple jump and the long. Uh, and so just as a, as just a sophomore, he's got a pretty, uh, you got about a half a foot, maybe more than half a foot uh, lead overall uh, in triple jump. Uh, and then he's up by maybe two or three inches in long jump. So those are his, I guess, rankings coming in. Uh, but that the, I think Kyle Christensen, just a sophomore from Valley, going to be a lot of fun to watch too.
0: Yeah, he won the 400, the long jump, and the triple jump at districts. And then Garrett Christensen, also from Valley, he was a triple winner as well. And again, he swept those distance races, the 8, and the 1600, and the 3200. So that'll be interesting to watch. Uh, Joe DeMasters from Wendell has done really well in in the hurdles races this year. Uh, Reed Thomas is a junior from Morafino who who's performed well in, in the shot, in the discus and uh west side has a couple of good athletes you know bryler shirtlift from west side just seems to be good at every single sport he does football basketball and now track he won the 200 in the long jump at districts as well so yeah i, I agree with you two a hey, boys i think is going to be wide open not just in the team race but i i think a lot of these individual events are also kind of up for grabs
1: yeah um i think it's going to be i agree with you um i would just add the exception that i think that it's for Simmons and Ankeny, who we already talked about, it is probably going to be their races to lose. They he with In the case of Ankeny, he is the favorite absolutely in the 100, the 200, and the 400. And so you've got to think that if you're Ankeny, you're probably a little bit disappointed if you don't come home with at least two of those uh, state titles. And then with Simmons uh, being ranked first in the mile and in the two mile, uh, he's... I mean, his best time in the two mile is 13 seconds better, uh, than what I would think is his brother, Daniel Simmons, who's, who comes in a second. Uh, so that's another guy. I think that he he's all but locked up the two mile and it's it just a matter of trying to get that mile is going to be pretty close.
0: Yeah. Uh, every year, uh, in May, BYU hosts a high school meet in Provo and, and some of the Idaho schools go down there and Jonathan Simmons won the mile at. The- this humongous meet in Provo. So, I mean, it's pretty impressive for a 2A kid from Idaho, no doubt. Let's talk about the 2A girls. And again, um, the district winners may not be indicative on the boys' side. Uh, The girls' side, I think maybe it's a little more clear cut. Your district champs were Orofino, Melba, Declo, Aberdeen, and Salmon. And I think the Melba girls are locked and loaded and ready to go.
1: Yeah, I mean, fresh off the the state championship in basketball, I was able to broadcast the two-way girls tournament. Uh, That was such a fun team to watch. And I remember saying this during the broadcast, saying, I don't know what all spring sports these girls do, but if they do track, they're going to be really good. Well, a lot of them do track, and they are really, really good. Um, Of course, you have the Clark sisters, Kate, and then the younger sister, Kendall. Uh, And a lot of people think that by when it's all said and done, Kendall could be better than... Then Kate at basketball. Right now she is really excelling in track. Um, Kendall comes in first in the triple in the whole in in uh, two way girls, and then first in the high jump. And uh, oh yeah, and that was my other note. Uh, She is first in the hundred meter hurdles, second in the four by her team's second in the four by two, and her triple jump is the best in the state, one A through five A. Such an impressive. Uh, athlete Kendall Clark and then our older sister kate um she's first in the 300 meter hurdles right now and then she's on that four by2 team as well
0: yeah and that's just kind of the 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 tip of the iceberg because when you look at uh the females that won multiple events at districts you know Roslyn uh, kaer won the 16 and 3200 Maya young won the 100 in the long jump and then Peyton Mills won the two and the four and so Melba really is one of those teams that i think even if they're not at the top of the winner's podium can get enough of those placements to where the points really pile up.
1: Yeah, uh, I agree. And then you, uh, you talk about other girls, Brooklyn, Daly, daily, Maya young, these other girls from Melba, you have uh, so many athletes and that's really what it takes to win a track state championship. You have to be uh, competing in basically every single event and they're competing to get first or second or third in every single event that they're in. Um, Another uh, athlete that I want to highlight Uh, in 2A Girls also saw her at the state tournament, uh, Elise Kelsey uh, from Bear Lake. Uh, She is right now first in the 1600 and in the 3200. Um, I think she's going to, you know, run away with those, with both of those events. Uh, She's been an absolute stud the last few years in cross country and track. Um, And now uh, as a junior, I think she should be able to, to, I, I, I want to say walk away, but if she walks. She probably won't win. If just a quick jog, she should win. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah, and yeah, Bear Lake's got a good jumper too. Kalisha Parker, good high jumper, yeah. good triple jumper, and uh, oh, I want to correct earlier. Uh, Peyton Mills is from Nampa Christian. I said she was from Melba. My notes kind of ran together on the page. I, I wanted to talk about Orofino real quick, just because they they really did well at their districts and ha- had some. Uh, interesting combinations of winners. Uh, Sydney Zawina won the uh, the two and the four and the triple jump. And then uh, the Kessingers, you have uh, Ruby Kessinger, who's a junior. She won the 100 and the long jump. And then Lindy Kessinger is a freshman for Orofino and she won both hurdles races and the discus, which is kind of an unusual uh, combination yeah. of events.
1: Yeah, uh, to me, that tells you something about the versatility of an athlete. Uh, you can come out there and, and do a speed event, the hurdles, uh, and then throw a disc. That's pretty impressive. That's something we'll talk about with the 3A boys as well. Uh, we see uh, a couple of times some crossover, but that's a lot of fun. And because it's a, usually a totally different crowd, a lot of time you see some, you know, you see basically the same throwers between shot and disc, and then you see the same people between the 100 meter hurdles and 300 meter hurdles. Uh, but to be, you know, you become friends with the hurdlers and you get to become friends with the jumpers. So that's really cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, you mentioned it, 3A boys. Let's move on up to the 3A level. Uh, This is what I've had my eye on really since the start of the season, because I thought this was going to be a really uh, good race. Your district champs and 3A boys were Bonners Ferry, Fruitland, Gooding, Snake River, and Sugar Salem. And I got to tell you, I think it's a a two-team race between Sugar Salem and a team that didn't even win their district in Kimberly. They lost to Gooding by two in that district for me, but I, I think Kimberly and, and Sugar Salem are right at the top.
1: Yep. I absolutely agree with you. Uh, coming into the season, I think there's a lot of people thought it was as well. Three a is the, the classification I'm most familiar with as well. That's where I competed. I went to South Fremont high school, but, um, yeah, Sugar Salem, uh, again, walked to another district championship, must be their 500th in a row or, or something like that in track. But, uh, Kimberly, they have so many studs. What I what I think the difference is, is that Kimberly, the the events that they're in, I think they need to win those events if they want to win, but not necessarily the case for sugar. And what I mean by that is this that sugar is going to be spread out and they're probably going to place in almost every single event. Kimberly, they're not, it's not going to have, they're not going to be placing in every single event. Uh, but they do have a chance of winning five or six different events outright. And so I think if if Kimberly wants to win, then the events that they're in, they need to be placing in the top one or two or three uh, if they want to win. So uh, t- let's talk about some of these. I think the one that stands out above all others, you could talk about the Bear Brothers, but probably is Brett Bronson. Uh, he comes in first in the 100, first in the 200, and first in the 400, second in the 800. So those four, right in a row, just so impressive. Um, now, his team also, he's listed on the team in the four-by-one, which is still first in the state. But I'm kind of wondering what events he's going to be competing in uh, because that's, the five, that's five events there with 100, 200, 400, 800, and the four-by-one. In the 200 and 400, he's first overall in the entire state um he's an he's an absolute stud and then of course the bear brothers um you've seen them so many times you got jackson the junior um you talk about some versatility listen to this he's second in the shot put third in the high jump and first in pole vault (laughs) it's kind of a crazy combination and then gatlin bear the freshman he's first in the triple and fourth in the long so he's great jumper uh, Jackson Bear and Brett Bronson, both a lot of versatility from the the sprints to the mid range with Brett, and then with Jackson, the sh- the shot put, high jump, and pole vault. That's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, well, the Bear family. Their older brother Peyton Bear was the uh, Gatorade Track and Field Athlete of the Year the last time we had a full season, and he went on to uh, a pretty high profile college and the, the background I think is, is uh, decathlete. So I think that's sure. why you see the versatility with the bear family is they all um, like the idea of pursuing the decathlon at the, at the next level. And that's why they're well-versed in all those events. Uh, yeah. Brett Bronson won the one, the two and the four at districts, which is really impressive. And then they've got a pretty good hurdler as well. in uh, in Bridger, uh, Sheese, who is a great hurdler for Kimberly as well. You know, we talked to Kimberly track and field coach Marvin mum earlier this season on the prep cast and he said, you know, really the last two or three years it's stayed. it's come down to us and sugar. And what's happened is Kimberly has built up a, a nice big early lead in the sprints and the jumps mm-hmm. and some of those hurdles races. He said, but then when it comes to the distance races, like sugar is winning, like four of the five spots in, in the mile and the two mile. And he said, and they just are able to surge past us at the end because of those distance races.
1: Yep, I absolutely agree with you. The other late events that Sugar's going to be great at um, are going to be the relays. Right now, they come in with the best times in the 4x2, the 4x4, and the medley. Uh, and then, of course, Kimberly, um, the, they're first in the 4 by one right now. Uh, but that 4 by one is going to be really close. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but, yeah, I think uh, that's why I say that I think Kimberly, the events they're in, they need to win them. Uh, they need to maximize their points if they want to win that team state championship.
0: Absolutely. And then, you know, the distance races this year, I think really Owen Rogers from Gooding is one of, if not the best distance runners in three a. And uh, I think he was a big reason why Gooding was able to actually win districts over Kimberly. He's a, he's a great runner.
1: Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of interesting how you, you mentioned Gooding won districts there, uh, but they're I mean, but Kimberly is still favored over them. Uh, for the state championship kind of interesting dynamic there.
0: Yeah. Other other guys real quick, we're, we're going to keep an eye on, um, at the three a level for boys, you know, Sugar Salem's got uh Brigham Dalling who's a good distance runner, Trevin Holman, uh, in the short sprints has a chance to place. Um, I think Vince Avila is a good sprinter from Parma and then, you know, up North Timberlake for the first time in a long time, didn't win their district Bonners Ferry actually, um, nipped timberlake in the team race but i think timberlake has a chance to finish higher at state they've got uh, those athletes that can place high in events like uh, ian gardham in the jumps and wyatt MacArthur in the in the hurdles i think timberlake has has a chance to get some points there
1: yeah i agree uh, i want to give a shout out to uh, carson draper from my alma mater south fremont uh right now he's kind of that top of the middle pack where he, he probably can place in a lot of different events in those medium to long distance where um Let's take a look at this. He, uh, in, uh, he's let's see third or fourth in the 400, the 800, the 1600 and the 3,200. So he's a really, really balanced runner. He can do so many things able to get his team, a lot of points during districts. So he's going to be a fun one to watch. He could be bringing home a lot of points from those different, those four different events.
0: Absolutely. We're getting more comments here on the, uh, on the shout outs, uh, we got Andrew Olinger, best two A discus thrower from West Side. He was a great uh, linebacker and offensive lineman for the Pirates' state championship football team earlier this fall, and best uh, discus thrower in two A. Gary Jones, one of our uh, IdahoSports.com broadcasters, uh, nice job, boys. We're going to talk with Gary and some of the other baseball broadcasters on Wednesday for a state tournament preview. There, we're going to be doing live videos all throughout the week here on IdahoSports.com, as we get ready for championship week here in the spring sports season. And so as we're going along and you want to give a shout out to an athlete or a team, or you want us to talk about somebody, just throw it in the comments. We'll throw it up on the screen and and we'll, uh, we'll give you the shout out that you need. Sean Kane, uh, the tennis coach at century high looking good, Alec. You need to wear a cowboy hat. I think he's talking about the cowboy hat that's hanging on the rack behind you. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, Tri Valley. We talked about on the girl's side could really have a chance in the 1a competition so let's move over to the 3a girls uh your district champions were bonners ferry mccall donnelly kimberly snake river and sugar salem i i got no idea alec where do you want to start on the 3a girls
1: yeah um uh, i think it's going to be really wide open of course sugar's still going to be one of your favorites uh just like in the boys they're going to be great at the relays come in with the best times the 4 by 2 the 4 by 4 and the medley relay. Uh, Probably your biggest, I mean, um, like your biggest ticket item, I think you're going to be watching Blair Jeffs up from Timberlake uh, in the throws. Uh, She's one of the best throwers in the state, all classifications. Uh, She is first in shot put and discus uh, by a long ways. uh, So she should really just walk away with those events, uh, come home with some really good points for her team. That'll be a lot of fun uh, as well. I think Fruitland um, always going to have some great competitors. Emma Hillam, uh, the junior from Fruitland, uh, right now great distance runner could go home with the with first in both the mile and the two mile. Uh, right now with the best time in the 1600 3200. So there's going to there's you know there's kind of the the typical culprits if you would um, sugar Fruitland Timberlake and there's going to be absolutely some standout athletes from other some other schools but as far as a team I think it's Sugar uh, absolutely one of the favorites probably Kimberly is I mean uh, kind of on that outside looking in but other than that, I'm not totally sure
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I wasn't, like you said, there's a lot of good individuals, but, um, not, not enough to where you would say, oh yeah, this team overwhelmingly is the favorite. You mentioned Blair Jeffs, the thrower from Timberlake. She went to a couple of meets this year where she was competing against like big schools, like Coeur d'Alene and post falls and stuff like that. And, and still was able to win, um, the shot and disc a lot of times, even being one of the, um, smaller school competitors, which is super impressive for sure. And we mentioned it just like on the boys' side, you know, Timberlake is pretty used to being the district champs in girls' track, but actually it was Bonners Ferry that won the district title this year. But like the boys' side, I think Timberlake actually has a chance to finish higher at state. Uh, Let's see, you mentioned Kimberly. You know, they've got Chloe Ward, who's been really good this year. She won the two, the four, and the high jump at districts. They've got Brinley Wright, who's a good distance runner. Um, And then from that district as well, Ellie Stockham, who's actually going to Idaho State University next year on a track scholarship, uh, the senior pole vaulter from Gooding, she has been uh, one of the top pole vaulters, not just in 3A, but in the state early on in the season. And then she also won the 100 and the triple jump. So I think Ellie Stockham is another athlete to keep an eye on from Gooding.
1: Yeah. uh, One more from me is going to be Macy Lunt from Marsh Valley, uh, the junior for the Eagles, Uh, Right now, the top sprinter, um, she's up by two-tenths of a second in the 100 for for first. And then she is just one-tenth behind uh, Gina Craven from Timberlake in the 200-meter dash. So uh, she's going to be a lot of fun to watch in the sprints.
0: And I want to give a shout-out, too, real quick before we move on. Uh, I went through all of the district meets, Alec, and I looked at all the athletes that won multiple events And I think this was the one of the only athletes that won four events at districts. And that was Kinley Brown, the junior from Teton. She won the 100 meter hurdles, the 300 meter hurdles, the long jump and the triple jump. She was a quadruple event winner at districts, which is really hard to pull off.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, that's tough. You're in that conference going against all of those sugar athletes as well. And South Fremont's in that conference as well. Ah, uh, to be able to do that in in that tough district is impressive.
0: Yeah, and we mentioned we we think Sugar probably is our favorite team wise. Um, Jaressa Jackson, the uh, junior distance runner, is probably the athlete to keep an eye on for Sugar Salem. Any any other diggers you're watching?
1: Um, main thing. I mean, I'm kind of a sucker for the the relays because I think they're so much fun. But uh, I think they could come away with probably three first places. Uh, in of the of the four different relays, uh, so I think that that's going to be a lot of fun to watch.
0: Absolutely. All right. Let's shift gears and move on to Class Four A competition. We had a shout out earlier to Connor Maloney, the uh, senior sprinter from Skyline. The Grizzlies actually finished second at their district meet to Blackfoot. Uh, your district champs were on the boys' side for Four A: Sandpoint, Bishop Kelly, Jerome. Preston and Blackfoot. And and this is why I wanted to start with the smaller levels, because I think when we get to the 4A and the, and the 5A, the team titles are are pretty decisive, I think. I think uh, on the boys' side, really, it's Bishop Kelly's title mm-hmm. to lose.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's, uh, you know, not very surprising, really. <laughs> uh, and, and they're going to be an absolute competitor uh, for girls, if not the favorite in, in girls as well. Uh, just so many athletes and in track, that's what it comes down to athletes at every single position who can get you points
0: so yeah let's let's start with bishop kelly what makes him so good um one of the best sprinters in the state he's been near the top of the leaderboard not just in foray but in the entire state of idaho almost all season long james Onanabosi, the junior uh in the one and the two is going to be pretty tough to beat although uh, Teo Schneider from Jerome and Dalton Munkris from Twin Falls are going to be right there to push them. Those short sprints, I think are going to be fantastic to watch.
1: Yeah. Uh, when you start getting into those those higher, uh, the, the larger classification schools, those numbers drop down a little bit. You start to get towards that in the 100 meter that, you know, below 11, down near 10.5, and then sometimes below 10.5. Man, that 100 meter dash is going to be a lot of fun. You've got from Bishop Kelly, Jerome, and Twin Falls. That's going to be a fun race. And then uh, it's those three, the same three in different order uh, in the 200-meter dash, and they're very close again, 21.65, 21.74, and 21.82. Going to be a lot of fun. Um, Those other being Teo Schneider and Dalton Moncrest from Twin Falls.
0: Yeah, I think the short sprints are going to be the events to watch for sure. Um, other team, I mean, we think Bishop Kelly is going to be really, really talented. And I really do think that Jerome and Twin Falls in terms of the team races will be right there in terms of maybe a top three finish. It was a really close district, actually a district four, Jerome one districts with 139 points. Twin Falls was only 10 points behind him at 129.5. And Canyon Ridge took third at 129. So Twin Falls literally finished half a point higher than Canyon Ridge for second place at districts. And uh Jerome and Twin Falls, I feel like, have the numbers where they could get placements, n- not necessarily win, but get those placements in the events that they need.
1: Yep, I uh, I agree. And I think that Bishop Kelly is going to be my favorite in most of the i mean to win the running events if that was if it was just track i think they'd be my absolute favorite to win now as far as the the field events side of things i think Emmett is going to have a it's going to be a lot of fun to watch um axel sanchez from Emmett leads in both the shot put and the discus and then as well in the pole vault it's uh landon helms uh, who leads oh my goodness so far ahead he He's he's almost a foot and a half ahead of everybody else in the classification. Landon Helms is from Emmett. So Emmett can – I think they can win three of those field events. Um, Someone who's a lot of fun to watch this year has been Tate Priestley from Preston. Uh, He won Tiger Grizz earlier in the the high jump. He's gone 6'10 so far, uh, the senior from Preston. He very well – if he is – I mean, if we have good weather – and things come together at the right time. We could see him break seven feet at the state uh, at the state meet.
0: Yeah, and Tate previously is one of those guys you talked about, Alec. He just he he improves his mark almost every time out. It seems yeah. like you know at the at the start of the season, you know he was clearing like six feet, and then I remember I saw him clear six two, and I'm like that's pretty good. And then yeah, he has just ramped it up with each successive of you're right. I, I think if the weather's right, he's already cleared 610. You know, I think seven feet definitely is within the realm of possibility. Axel Sanchez has thrown the discus 197 feet this year. That's the third best throw in the entire nation, Alec. That's the third best nationwide for Axel Sanchez from Emmett, which is impressive. And then you, you mentioned Landon Helms in the pole vault. He's also great in the hurdles races. So you're right. I, I think Emmett also has a chance to to rack up some points.
1: Yep. And then uh, to finish things out with the jumps, you've got Brayden Capin from Sand Points coming in at 22 4. Uh, the senior leads in the long jump. And then in the triple, Peyton McManus from Minico, 44 foot one inch. I was a triple jumper mainly. So when I, I hear these numbers, you start adding some high digits onto those 40s. Uh, that is really, really impressive.
0: Yeah. And, and real quick in the distance races as well. Really, it seems like District 5, you know, Shane Gard and uh, Birch from Pocatello High. And then also uh, I know Preston has Jepson, who's been a great distance runner as well. It, se- it seems like those distance races, it's all District 5 guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe it's something in the water. It gets warmer down there. That's what it is, you know.
0: Right. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that's the 4A boys. I I think there's going to be some really uh, in terms of individual performances and maybe, you know, state records and those types of things. I think 4A boys is going to be where you're going to want to keep an eye on things like that. Let's talk about the 4A girls. Uh, We think probably Bishop Kelly. Your district champs were Moscow, Bishop Kelly, Twin Falls, Preston and Skyline. Bishop Kelly put up 215 points at the District Three meet. Twin Falls actually scored 217 points at the District Four meet. So, I don't. D- does Twin Falls have enough to push BK, or do we still think it's Bishop Kelly? Uh,
1: I still think Bishop Kelly's the favorite. Um, really, in a, a lot of these, it's going to come down to not necessarily. If you're looking at Twin Falls, how can they get past Bishop Kelly? It's probably not going to be your your top person in each event. What it's going to be is those events where you've got two or maybe even three people that have a chance to, uh, to to finish in this top five or six, you need those secondary performers to perform well. And if you can get that up from Twin Falls, then you can say, hey, maybe Bishop Kelly's going to run away with a bunch of these events. But if we can have everybody at the top of their game, then we may have just enough out of pure mass uh, you know numbers uh, to be able to get squeeze past Bishop Ke- Bishop Kelly at the end.
0: In terms of individuals, the conversation I think starts with Paige T. Kip from Bishop Kelly. She's dominated in the short sprints all year, the one and the two. She's been one of the best long jumpers as well, uh, and that's really where it starts for Bishop Kelly.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's where it starts, but is certainly not where it finishes. If you look at the sprints. One thing that's just mind-blowing, if you look at the 200 meters, uh, after page you just mentioned, Jaden Rodriguez is has the third best time, and then fourth best time is uh, Anna Schmatz. So you have the second, third, and fourth best times in the state in the 200-meter dash, all from Bishop Kelly. Now, who are they trailing? That uh, I would like to highlight. Matasia Mingum, just a freshman from Pocatello, uh, been running like crazy this year. Uh, she is out ahead of all those Bishop Kelly girls in the 200-meter. And then in the 100-meter dash, the freshman um, is in second, just behind Claire Peterson from Skyline. Uh, so just a freshman, um, really getting a lot of points for her team, uh, Mingum is.
0: Yeah, her time uh 12.25 in the 100 I believe set the new school record at Pocatello High last week at district's um and that was a record that hadn't been broken since 1987. Wow. Which is pretty impressive. And like you said, only a freshman. We've got another shout out here in the comments. Go Preston. Yes. Preston uh, on the boys' side, you know, they've got uh, Jepson and and Brecker Knapp. Uh, On the girls' side, you know, they had a couple of multi event winners at districts, Uh, occasion Knapp in in the shot and disc, and then Michaela Robertson swept the hurdles. Uh, So, I mean, Preston has a chance as well to um, be in the mix uh, for some individual spots, maybe not in the team race, but uh, especially because that district only had three teams. So, in terms of representation, it's going to be really hard for District 5 to go over and pile up enough points to be in the trophy race only because their district was so small they didn't get to send a lot of athletes either
1: yep absolutely i think we had the shout out for nick nielsen specifically uh from preston looks like so uh good yeah. luck to him uh, absolutely uh but yeah i i think that's the. That it's kind of an interesting dynamic those smaller districts i competed in one of those in high school uh there's only the three teams it's kind of does some interesting things where Sometimes you can be maybe one of the best, uh, but if you have someone just a little bit better than you in your district, then you might be missing out on state or you might have to go in through an at-large bid. So that kind of thing can happen and maybe adds a little element of unpredictability to this the state meet because you have those people coming in that you're like, oh, well, they didn't win the, their district. Uh, they just barely got in off that uh you know, off the at-large bid, but if you have a really tough district, you may end up still placing a state, um, depending on you know how the chips fall.
0: Yeah, and we talked we talked about the sensational freshman from Pocatello, Mangum getting a shout out here in the comments from Megan Joe Clark. Thank you, Megan, for giving the shout out. And again, if you want to give your favorite athlete or team uh, a shout out, just do it in the comments. We'll put it up on the screen and, and talk about your favorite. Uh, athlete team, et cetera. All right. Other individuals on the girls side, I'm keeping an eye on. You mentioned Claire Peterson from Skyline has done really well in the, uh, the sprints and the hurdles this year. Chrissy Sanders from Mountain Home is a sophomore who's done really well in the 300 hurdles, especially this year. Also a great triple jumper. Skyla Z- uh, Skyla Zimmerman from Moscow won the 100 long jump and triple jump at her district meet. And then I think Tatum Richards is another, you know, a lot of sophomores. Tatum Richards is another sophomore from Emmett who's done really well in the hurdles and the pole vault this year.
1: Yeah, and to go along with that theme of those uh, younger athletes, uh, I'm going to mention another one, a freshman, Nella Roberts from Skyline. Uh, she's been outstanding in the 1600 and in the 3200. She comes in at first, just ba- just barely in that mile, 515.49 for Nella Roberts. Kennedy Coons, another freshman, also from Idaho Falls, from Bonneville, is at 515.57, so eight hundredths of a second difference uh, between those two best times. It'll be a lot of fun to see those two coming out of the same conference, the same city, and both freshmen uh, competing in that mile race.
0: Brandon Bainey here with uh, Alec Pope breaking down all of the uh, upcoming state track and field action. We're getting a lot. Of, we're getting a lot of flavor from the 4A fans here. Go Hadley Humphreys! Just getting better every meet from uh, Blackfoot uh, High School, and of course, she's a great all-around athlete. Awesome basketball player as well. And uh, oh, and here's Paul Kingsbury, uh, our boss at IdahoSports.com. Shout out to CUNA's long and triple jump coach, Madison Kingsbury. That's of course uh, Paul's daughter. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's talk about CUNA. Let's transition into the 5A ranks. Yeah. On on the boys' side, your district champs were Post Falls, Rocky Mountain, and Rigby. Do we like one of those teams? Or do we think one of those other Boise area schools that didn't win districts has a chance? What, what do you look at when you look at the teams?
1: So 5A is kind of tough. There's only the three conferences. Uh, so it, because of that, it, it creates this weird uh, thing where you have basically your Boise Valley schools and they're, all of their meets are all against each other again and again. And you just like other sports, you don't get to see – a whole lot of competition outside of that because the 5A schools are so far apart up north and then hyper east with uh, from Pocatello up to um, up to Rexburg so uh, it's tough that way but absolutely you know uh, I think that your favorites are going to be pro- in in the man starting is probably going to be Boise uh, I think they've been a- absolutely they have so many athletes and then Bora as well uh, just so many athletes across the board
0: yeah, I, I think the uh, boys' competition is a little more open than the girls'. Um, I think, like you said, Boise High looks good. They have Anders Covey, who's been really good in the hurdles this year. Uh, Bora, you mentioned Nathan Green is a great distance runner. Rocky Mountain probably has the best thrower in uh, Gerald Lucas. He won the shot put and discus at at the district meet. Um, I was talking to Capital Head Coach Brian Stith a little bit about this uh, on the prep cast a couple weeks ago, and he said, the interesting thing this year on the boys' side is – the East has some outstanding individuals like Teo Johnson in the sprints from Thunder Ridge, uh, Zach Bright in the intermediate races from Idaho Falls. And he said, if those guys from the East can can, can come over and uh, disrupt the uh, dominance that District Three usually has on display, it could throw the team race into chaos.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. That's the fun part about it. I mean, described earlier track as democratic. What I mean by that is it allows so many different people to make a difference um and it doesn't even necessarily have to be uh you know your very best but that that, that's of course what we're talking about right here is if some of these you know you've Madison's got some great athletes Rigby's got some great athletes if they can come in and steal a couple of these top spots uh, yeah it, it could throw the whole thing off and not necessarily uh meaning that maybe Madison comes in and you know, wins a couple of events that we don't expect. For example, just for example, um, that doesn't necessarily mean Madison will win. What it could mean, though, is maybe maybe a, a jumper from Mountain View or something that we thought was going to win somebody from this Boise school that could throw off the, the the rankings and indirectly help another school. That's one thing to keep your eye out on. Those upsets don't miss, they? They're going to help that school from the the competitor, obviously, but it could indirectly help uh, that third party school.
0: Yeah. So uh, Teo Johnson comes in with the best time in the 100, but he is certainly going to be pushed, especially by Mason lawyer from Boise, who um, last time I checked, he had not lost uh, in the one or the two all season long. Um, but we'll we'll see. That's going to be a fantastic matchup. And then uh, you mentioned triple jump, and what's a good mark? Eli Lawrence from Meridian has gone forty-eight feet three inches, which is just that's mind-boggling <laughs> for a triple.
1: Yeah, it's like I don't even know what to compare that to. I mean, that is such a high level. He is four feet past anybody else. It it's Eli. The only way he could lose it is, is you know, God forbid, an injury. But, but he could just you know, jump at 80% and probably still win this thing.
0: And that's why coaches, I mean, it's nice to have an athlete that's so dominant, but coaches would prefer that there's another alpha that can push your athlete. And so, yeah, that boys race is going to be interesting. On the girls race, I'll be honest. I I talked to um, Capital Coach Brian Stith, like I said a couple weeks ago. He said, the only way that the Boise girls aren't winning state is if Thanos snaps his fingers.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, they are going to be led by the freshmen. I feel like we've been saying that a lot today. Freshmen and sophomores that are s- such great athletes. Samantha Smith, she's first in the 1600, the 3200. But then Kate, um, Kaden Holquist, the senior from Boise, first in both hurdles. I think those are some of their, you know, going to be their stars. But you've also got people like you know, Logan Smith in the 400 and 800 who could bring them some points. And you have a lot of balance across so many events for the Boise girls.
0: Yeah. Sammy Smith, the freshman was already the Gatorade athlete of the year in cross country earlier this fall as a freshman definitely could be in the mix uh, for track and field as well. And then, so we mentioned Boise team wise probably is the overwhelming favorite post falls and Highland were the other district champs beyond that, you know, second and third, I think is wide open and it just kind of depends on which individuals rise to the occasion. When, when we talk individuals in girls, five, a track, I think we have to start with Megan Rose, the great sprinter from Capitol. She's committed to the university of Utah. She'll be a sprinter for the Utes starting next season. And coach Stith really thinks that Megan Rose has a chance to break the state record in the girls. 100 meter dash. She said, if the weather is right and she can get pushed by somebody in the 100, he thinks she has a chance to break the state record.
1: Well, I don't know who's going <laughs> to... I, I That's I, the
0: problem is that there's cool. not really anybody in that 100 to push her, right?
1: Yeah. when you, I mean, you're talking about almost four-tenths of a second difference between her and everybody else in the 100-meter dash. That's a huge amount. I mean... That feels like an, an eternity in a hundred meter dash. So, you know, if somebody really steps up their game, you know, looking at Angelica Chapman from Lake City or Audrey Smith from Boise, uh, if somebody steps up their game, they could push her. And that that probably maybe is one of the the most exciting things about the state track meet is that you get to see these you know all time great by Idaho standards. Uh, performances where you can break state records, things like that. That's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. It's, it's going to be uh fascinating to watch. I'm not sure. Angelica Chapman from Lake city is competing in the one at state. Mm-hmm. I know, I know the two and the four are kind of her specialties. And then I think they want to kind of save her for a relay or two as well. Right. And so, yeah. I, I think they've kind of experimented with it this year in the one, but I'm not sure she's going to be competing in the one at state that 200 between Megan Rose and Angelica Chapman though. That's going to be like, get your popcorn ready. That's yeah. going to be wide open. I think.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you why. If I was Rose, I'd probably, would, I mean, makes it a little easier on you if a Chapman doesn't compete in the 100, which I guess he's not going to, but as far as, if you're trying to break the record, it might be kind of nice to to have yeah. her along for the, the run. but.
0: And that's what, that's what coach Stith was hoping was that Chapman would run the one to push Megan Rose, but, uh, we'll, we'll have to see, um, other girls that, uh, stand out to me, you know, Sarah Carrillo in the shot put from Eagle high has been really good all season long. Um, Abby Hancock from Rigby has a chance to place in in the short sprints. And then post falls has a junior Sammy wood, who pretty much, on a weekly basis, has uh, rewritten the Post Falls High record book. She continuously has broken records and then uh, broken the record she had just set the previous week. I mean, she's she's reauthored the record book several times this year at Post Falls High. She runs in the eight, the sixteen hundred, and the thirty-two hundred. It's going to be tough competition against those Boise girls, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how Sammy Wood from up north in Post Falls does.
1: Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Now I want to highlight the the throws really quickly in uh, in five A girls. It's going to be a really fun competition. Um, you've got a few of the same people naturally. Sarah Carrillo uh, from Eagle, then Lily Finicky from Quarter Lane. Uh, Tanya Duncan uh, is leading both of them though in the discus. Those two are first and second shot, and second or third in discus. Uh, so I think that those three are going to be a lot of fun to watch. Go back and forth. They're really, they're all pretty close. So any of them could push each other a little bit as they try to keep breaking each other's on that same thing, trying to, you know, push past each other. I think that as far as, you know, having competitors to push you a little bit farther to, you know, break your PR, to break some sort of record, I think that that could be happening maybe more than anywhere else in the throws this year.
0: It's going to be exciting. Acro- across the board, Alec Pope, thank you for joining us for this extensive track and field preview. If you weren't able to watch it live with us on Facebook or Twitch or YouTube, it's going to be it's going to be there. Uh, it's not going anywhere, so it'll be archived. You can watch it at your leisure if you weren't able to break away in the middle of a work day to be here live with us. Go back and watch it later. There's a lot of good info. Alec really does his homework. And I'm excited. The 5A and 4A competitions will be at Eagle High School Friday and Saturday. The 3A, 2A, 1A will be at Middleton High School also Friday and Saturday. I'm excited, Alec. Thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Really appreciate it. Good luck to all the, the competitors this year.
0: Yeah, and hopefully we're able to talk about maybe a couple of state records were broken or some great individual performances. It's gonna be fun to watch. So um thanks for being with us here at Idahosports.com, this special edition of the prep cast scheduling note. Uh, this isn't the only state preview we're doing. We did high school lacrosse last week, tomorrow night. We will be breaking down all of the state softball tournaments, five, a all the way to one. A. myself and Lauren Jensen will be here. We're going to break down everything you need to know about state softball. That'll be tomorrow night at seven o'clock again, live on Facebook, YouTube and Twitch. And then Wednesday, we're bringing together all of the play-by-play broadcasters for this year's state baseball tournaments. Uh, that's right. IdahoSports.com will be streaming every single pitch from every single state baseball tournament and Wednesday afternoon at 4 PM. We will have all of the play by play broadcasters on here uh, again, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube talking about state baseball and breaking that all down. So softball tomorrow night at seven baseball Wednesday at four. Mark it in your calendars. It's going to be a fun time. And again, thank you to everybody who watched us live today and interacted with us with the comments. That's what it's all about. It's about uh, giving the fans the info they need. And that's really what makes Idaho so great, Alec, right? It's it's the, the passion and the enthusiasm from the fans.
1: Yep, that's absolutely right. And the other thing is that we sometimes get good weather. That's the other thing that mm-hmm. makes us great for these spring sports. So hopefully we get good weather. Looks like it's gonna be. So we can get a lot of PRs and such.
0: Yes, fingers crossed. Absolutely. Yeah. For Alec Pope, I'm Brandon Bainey. Thanks for watching here on Idahosports.com.